Let's Talk Therapy with Leanne Lynch and Megan Clinton. We are so happy to have you here with us. In our podcast, we talk about mothering and life and the healing gifts both bring. This podcast is about using the tools of therapy to lead an authentic life. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Two Mums Talk Therapy, and it's me, Leanne Lynch, and Megan Clinton. How are you doing, Megan? Um, yeah, good. I'm. I'm quite excited for what we're going to talk about today, and um it's interesting because I can feel a little bit of nervousness and we were talking about this a little bit before we started and it's like it's interesting when we bring our own perspective um into the world and I think this you know that you don't often hear and what we wanted to talk about is manifesting what you don't often hear is therapists talking about manifesting and so I think we've probably both got a very unique perspective and we really wanted to share it here today with everybody and yeah. Yeah, I know. I really, um, really resonate with what you're saying because for me, again, the topic manifesting brings up such fear for me um, because you know, um, it is everyone's unique perspective. It's everyone's unique experience with this. And, and it's tapping into what resonates with you as an individual or me as an individual. But because there's so many perspectives out there, and here I am sharing my experience around this, I have this right or wrong, um, who am I to talk about this? I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> I can't manifest a flash car. Um, and, and here again, we're in, our, this is the difference between the head, what fear is saying, and what it feels like in my body and my voice, my own true voice. And, and the, yeah, the, the, what it feels like to share um, with my story or my experience or my voice, my perspective, but what is already out there and how I suppose, how I use that as a fear to hide, you know, because is it right or wrong? Is there a right or wrong? When this is our unique experience and this is my unique experience, this is different to everybody else's. And what I find is also that I take little bits from, from what, who resonates with me or what resonates with me and it doesn't mean that they're right or wrong or I'm right or wrong but it's it is to see what fits or, or as an individual see what fits so this is I suppose why we want to share our our own unique perspective and also um it'd be interesting to hear yours and and mine and to see um, I'm really interested to hear yours too Megan and see what resonates with me and what piece that I really like to bring into to my world to develop and to see. Hmm. I love that. And I love that when you when you were saying, you know, do we get to talk about it if we we haven't manifested these things? Um, and I suppose that's where my perspective changes because and I was listening to, I was in a, a a group workshop and somebody went why do some people 
succeed will appear to succeed especially when we look at what sort of you know their business or you know external things that they have why is it easier for some people than others and my perspective very much coming from a therapist is that life is always wanting to give us what we want it it is always everything we want and desire is available to us and what makes it hard to actually receive it is that we've got something that is unprocessed we've got some unhealed hurt trauma or something that is the first step and when we heal what heal those steps then we are able to receive what life is always wanting to give us so from my perspective manifesting isn't something we do it's rather something we be it's kind of us healing our our hurts and then we're available to receiving what we really want from life so I'd, often people can come away from saying well there must be something wrong with me or wrong with the way I'm doing something if I want something and I'm not receiving it, if I'm trying to manifest something and I'm not getting it. Whereas I would then say, I think there's something that needs to be brought in, that needs to be looked at, that needs to be held. And once we can hold that and process it and it can transform and be integrated, what you're really wanting will then just naturally happen because we are kind of ready to receive it in a different way. We don't often, you know, what we really, what we say we really want, there can often be fears attached to that. And so we are actually blocking what we really want because we're not yet ready to receive it because we need to process the fear first. And when we can process that fear, then we receive it. And it's very much, you know, we talk about, you know, as therapists, we talk about, you know, when you've experienced trauma, you view the world through that traumatized lens and you actually see less of what's available to you in the world. And once you heal that trauma, your lens actually changes and you see that love is available, all sorts of things that you previously couldn't see are available and you interpret the world differently. And even that just changes how we receive what comes in to our world. So I suppose my perspective very much is from, as I'm sure aspects of yours are around the actual healing. And the more trauma we hold, the more trauma we hold personally, the more trauma we hold in our lineage, the more that gets to be processed before we're actually available to receiving what we really want. Yeah, I love what you're saying there. It's so clear. And, you know, again, for me, it's, it started, you know, you know, going to therapy. And that doesn't mean to say that anyone has to go to therapy. But for me, it was having that space to let out. It was my first experience, I suppose, because I was in this warm, compassionate space where all of me was allowed, where this trauma was able to, well, I was able to speak it, I was able to release it, I was able to cry it. And in that space, you're naturally receiving. So that gap and that space where the trauma lies is being filled up with this warmth, with this compassion, with this non-judgmental um, space that, that you're already bringing it in naturally. And that in itself changes because your body is getting used to feeling what it feels like. Because like that, when you're 
in this traumatized place you're not able to receive it you're just you're not able to not only see it but you're not your body's not able to receive it you don't trust it you don't receive it um, and you know when you when I started going to therapy like that you know just that natural letting out and receiving and what I feel like you know one of the importance is self-care because when um, it's it's when I have clients because you're naturally actually inviting in something you're you're letting out when you're feeling when I'm feeling anger when I'm feeling rage when I'm feeling fear I will naturally take care of myself and in that being I'm, I'm inviting in I'm filling that space up with more of me with more of what feels good as I sit with the pain and here you're naturally getting used to what it feels like to to receive love so you know receiving it from external first and then you know, um, then starting to do that yourself. And, and naturally, the, the body then is no longer able to be in that old space where you were before. Maybe there was people in your life. Maybe there was things that you did. You're not actually able to, it brings a discomfort. Um, and, and that happens so naturally. Uh, and again, you know, so part of my journey has been sometimes feeling frustrated. I'm going backwards. But even in the backwards, it's not a bad thing because sometimes there's just a little bit that I need to release in order to really let go of something and really trusting in the body that going backwards is, is my, my step forwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and, and also what, um, also my own perspective is the soul thing. So when, when I'm, when I want something, sometimes what I think I want is not always what I really want in my heart, what my soul is calling in. And, and I, can't, I can't seem to do it anyway. I can't seem to manifest anything that I think I want because it has to be what's aligned with who I actually am. And that for me is my soul thing. It's my soul um, essence, the essence of me. So I can't manifest a big flashy car because that's actually not who I am at all I can't manifest something that's not me and I think the more that I become me the more I can feel it in my body what feels good for me so sitting in a big flashy car is still the same it still brings that same discomfort (laughs) so Mm -hmm. I feel it in my body what fits and what feels good and um yes and you know life wants to support me so life I I fully believe that life is just about constantly supporting me so it'll bring things to me in my time and timing is so important around this too that it is is timing it is at the right time I will receive what I'm wanting at the exact perfect moment that I'm ready for Oh, that's so beautiful. And there's so much in what you say. That it's just, like, yes, yes, yes. Um, I really loved when you talk about, you know, when we sit with a therapist, it's that often sometimes the first time we are held unconditionally, where we can be supported completely. And I think those are, as you say, are so pivotal, because when we we get to experience that when we sit with a therapist, we can then internalize that. We can internalize almost a structure of um, self-love, self-acceptance, which we can then take out into the world. And we are then more able to receive because 
our own internalized structures almost changed as a result of being given something which we may not have received when we were younger. And I think that that is such a, a crucial part in kind of allowing what we really want to come in um, into our system and to actually have the capacity to receive it and to hold it and not to, to push it away. And as you say as well, you know, it's bringing in what feels aligned to who we are. And just because somebody else is bringing in something else, we might have an expectation that our business needs to look a certain way, whereas that might be not aligned with actually how we really want our business to look. And then it looks completely differently. So it's really kind of sort of fine tuning what we want in a way that is deeply deeply aligned with who we are and what we want it to look like and what we wanted the connection to feel like it's kind of looking at the detail rather than the kind of the large broader coarser perspective of what we want and I think sometimes in the detail it then makes that difference of being able to actually receive it and bring it in because it's like oh you want it to look like that well that yes makes sense because I can see that in you and of course, life is wanting to give you exactly what you are really wanting. And there was another bit from what you said that sparked something, but I think it'll come back. I don't, doesn't come into my system just yet. Oh, that's what it was. It was that, that sense sometimes, and I'm sitting with something interestingly at the moment of feeling like I've gone back and I'm like, really resisting it and it's like I've processed this I got to a place where I finally felt different and in such an incredible level and now I've gone back and I'm frustrated I was in the position I was in and that I wished I hadn't been there that day or asked that question and I really trust life's timing and what it offers and you know I talk about um, there's always a spiral and we, we, we are always spiraling upwards towards healing and we will touch the same thing again and again and each time we touch it differently. And sometimes we need to go back and bring something with us in a different way in order for us to be aligned with what we really want. And, and it can be hard. You know, I've done so much um, therapy I've done so much personal healing and and still I can feel that resistance of not wanting to go back to something I have I feel I've gone back to a lot and and I can just sitting with that level of frustration of going okay <laughs> it's here again oh wow Megan wow wow that's incredible and really painful as well, because when you think you're, you're free of something, but I really trust the body, you know, for me, it is that body, it's that soul element. It's like, it's like your body knows in advance, your body, you know, the, the HeartMath Institute has said that our heart is actually picks up um, the information way before our, our head does, and it sends the information to our head. So for me, it's that body knows exactly what's coming in for you, what knows what you're ready for, what knows that you're needing. And so it, it taps into the trauma for that piece that you need to release in order to receive what is coming in. So, and it's, it's really flowing. It's really, 
and working with that flow of your body you're working with the energy of your body trusting that this is really painful right now and sometimes they're going backwards sometimes it's about learning to say no so it's not that we always have to sit in pain and think we have to go backwards all the time to sit in pain because you you you, because I find myself that I go back but sometimes in the going back it's actually saying, no, no, I've done that piece now and I'm not, I don't need to do it anymore. And it's tapping into that, but that is your, it's an authentic no, because, um, and that's a natural, it's a very natural uh, transition to, to that, that actually this is a no, this is not about sitting in the pain. It is about my boundary. And no, I don't need to go back there. I don't need to go back to that um, situation to that that's done now. And and sometimes it's going back, sitting with the pain where you realize, actually, I don't need to, I don't need to do this. I can just say no. <laughs> uh, and it's trusting in that, which, which is it? And you'll naturally come to that yourself. For me, um, you know, I haven't been able to force anything. If I have to go back, you know, I'm trusting in the body that underneath the feelings, there's a clarity. I'll get to the clarity myself. I'll, you know, I, I'll, you know, I, there's another concept and I it's coming up so I'm going to say it but the cord cutting I've tried cord cutting um you know and it hasn't really worked for me but what has worked is actually the feelings that um the feelings that a person or situation brings up so if I still have a feeling associated to that person or associated to that event or associated to something from my past that in feeling the feelings around it, that it naturally actually, there's a natural ending, there's a natural closure from that. It is when I trust in my body that something is lingering, it's because I still need the message that's in there. And again, for me, that's timing because I can't force anything. I can't actually um, move faster than I, I can. I can't, um, you know, I suppose part of what I'm saying is surrender, you know, is there a sense of powerlessness? Is there the sense of surrender that I've got to give in to my body all the time? Or do I have some, and it's, it's working both. It's, it's that natural flow of, okay, yes, this time I need to surrender, but now I can take action. I can say, no, it's this back and forth all the time of really listening in deeply. And I think that that's what, that my, my understanding of what you were saying earlier is that detail, isn't it? Is that detail that you're talking about that is actually it's inwards it's, it feels like it's it's inside me when I think about that it's not an external thing and when I when I see other people that becomes external because but when I bring it inside this is where it feels at home for me there's oh, so much in both of what we're saying here Megan I, I didn't think I was you know, we we're talking about fears about talking about this, but it's actually there's a lot in this, isn't there? Mm, there is. There's so much. It's just trusting our divine timing that we move, as you say, at our own own pace. And and all those bits of whether what we are needing to do next come into that moment and whether often it feels and like for me it felt like I was going backwards but actually it's actually bringing something forwards it's bringing something that I had left that needed to maybe be healed or a different thought or what feeling or perspective and needing to go back and fetch it in order to move forward in a more embodied whole way 
And I know one of the things I think I often hear around manifesting is, you know, we need to maintain a higher vibration energy and, you know, love being a highest vibration energy. And then there's a lot that can, in my mind, miss what needs to be brought forward with us because we feel like we need to be somewhere where we're not. And then we miss the steps that, as you say, naturally take us there. So sometimes they can be, you know, tears, anger, frustration that we need to kind of hold and heal before we get to those higher vibration places. And in the forcing ourselves to be somewhere where we're not, we miss the detail that we need to have in order to be available to receive what we really want. Yes, I love that piece, you know, because it's because love is the highest vibration. But for me, it's authenticity that's the highest vibration, because when we're in this authentic place, we're actually connected to love naturally Mm -hmm. or connected to this unconditional love. So um, when I have to try and maintain something, then I'm going against my natural grain because actually love is who I am. So when I'm authentically me, whether I feel anger, whether I feel rage, whether I feel fear, whether I feel joy, whatever it is that, um, that I feel in that moment is what's authentic, is what is love. Because this is part of my soul, as part of my body is actually releasing those feelings so I can connect to love. And then I don't need to maintain a high vibration because I actually am high vibration, regardless. There's no maintenance around that. There's just me being authentically me. And mm. that's how I feel about that. <laughs> I love that. love that so much because we can't be anything else than who we are. And if we are, we have mismatched being with ourselves kind of thing. We've disconnected from ourselves. Yeah. And, and then it's impossible to connect with the world around us if we're not connecting to exactly where we are in the moment and when if we're not sitting with where we are in the moment it's impossible for somebody else to connect with us because they feel that mismatch they feel something in the field that is different from what we are kind of putting forward because they feel the unsaid they feel the unfelt and And then that conversation doesn't have a flow, doesn't have a a connection, a love, because there's something that isn't being brought forward. There's something that isn't being brought into the moment that is present. And we feel that energetically in our system. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's so hard to be authentic all the time because we're human and we're still on this journey. But there is that sense that if I if I have to swallow some parts of me that again, um, it's, it feels like that there's some part of me then is not allowed to be here. Uh, and then um, that that is, is repressed in some shape or form. And then um, again, another person in my presence will also energetically feel that some part of them is not allowed to be here. And on some level, then we're not completely connected with ourselves or each other or then with life and the universe Mm. in a way Mm. yeah beautiful yeah yeah 
it, I often talk about it with, um, I don't like to use it, but when parents tend to give more than they're actually willing for, um, children then notice that. So they, they notice they're being given something and they notice that the parent doesn't want to give it. And what they then learn somatically within their system is that they might not be accurately picking up what is happening for the other. And then they start to mistrust themselves when they become adults and they're in a situation where they're getting some information and then they're seeing something different. And because when they were younger, they learned not to trust that information they then go against their kind of, we talk about it as our gut often, our intuition. They learn to dismiss that because it didn't appear to be accurate when they were younger. And then we're missing this huge amount of information that is informing every situation we go into, whether it's about connection, whether it's about safety. And often we can then find ourselves in situations where they're very unenjoyable because we didn't listen to those signals that came up that were saying, no, don't go there, or this is not going to be enjoyable, or something's happening in this interaction that is not being said. Yeah, I love that. And I love the work you do as a parent as well. And how our children invite us to heal because um because what they do, they become who we are, you know, so, so what you're, so it's like a replica. So when we do it ourselves, then they internalize who we actually are on the inside. And it is what you're talking about. It's that felt sense, isn't it? It's that felt body sense, that deep connection to the body and what feels good for me as an adult and what feels good for my children to learn that in themselves. And the more um, authentic I am as a parent and, and our children invite us to heal and they will my you know my kids will keep doing something they will especially if they're repeating something if they keep repeating something they're really inviting me to check in with whether I I want um I want them to continue this or are they check do they want me to say no you know are they looking for me to say no to really check in with my boundaries and say no to them inviting me to to heal that because the more, um, again, the more authentic, the more connected to my true self that I become, what I do is I naturally create this container that they have no choice, but also to connect with who they are too. <laughs> they have no choice in it because they're, they're, they're so, um, there's, what's the word? They're so embroiled in our energy as parents that the more me I become, then they have to become themselves because it's like life. It has to match. It has to be a match. <laughs> yes, I love that because the word that I was trying not to use is kind of permissive parenting. And that I try to kind of really talk about it more in terms of, you know, what do we want to do as parents and being clear about that? And as you say, setting that boundary. Um, and sometimes, um, Sometimes that's really beneficial for our children because especially I can tell with my daughter is when she's got a lot of feelings and I'm setting a loving limit for her. It allows her to express those feelings. It allows them to, to come up, to be heard. And even though she'll be saying, that's not what I want to do, I don't, 
this is what I want to do and I really want to value her choice that when there are lots of emotions that are coming up sometimes that no can be so important in just being able to release those emotions so that she can then really deeply connect to what she's really wanting yes it's amazing that we've we've gone down to this parenting aspect but I really just want to reflect back on our perspective of the manifesting because what we've really moved on to is the essence of really what we're seeing is about manifesting is becoming true to who we are and in that in that you're naturally manifesting right so the more me I become the more trauma I have to release because I'm developing a deeper connection with myself and because of that I am naturally um, opening up to a deeper connection to my children the other pe people in my life inviting inviting real on genuine relationships intimacy into my life and also with life itself so I suppose this is this is for me and everything else follows because when we have that I'm connected when I have that I'm connected to this joy and contentment and and everything else follows as a byproduct of that. When I, I fully believe that when I am true to me, when I follow my authentic expression, my sole purpose, that I will be supported completely financially, health-wise, everything, because that's the highest expression, the highest vibration. Mm. Oh, such a beautiful summary. And I just, yes, I so resonate that it is, it's in the, the being us, the the being rather than the doing and just and just listening to what comes up and when you know often you hear the word aligned action talked about in terms of manifesting and for me that's just checking in with what do we really want what do we really want what does it look like and then what comes up when we think about what we really want what fears what anxieties and when we hold and heal those then we can receive what we really want. We can. And for me, the aligned action is sometimes about taking action. It's because when I heal this, when I heal something, sometimes I need to actually take a step and face the fear out, out of my comfort zone into this new place, into I'm taking a step on my own path. When I become more me, I'm moving forward and I'm, I'm, I'm walking this unknown path, which is full of fear and that action. Um, and that might be, you know, something simple, like, you know, wanting to make a new friend. And so texting somebody that you think that you might like, or it might be going to a new shop or, you know, getting rid of all your old clothes that no longer feel comfortable and and bringing in new clothes sometimes it's that kind of action where you're where you're you're actually becoming more you and taking the action and the steps to do that does that make sense that makes so much sense and I can feel like a whole new topic and wanted to say something just quickly before I open up something else but you know when we talk in so much therapeutic language it can talk about you know when you sit with another person there's there's support and safety and shame I don't like to use the word shame but it's more leaning into the the uncomfortable the fear and and the change takes place along that spectrum of when 
there is sufficient support for us to take action in a way that is still carries some anxiety, but it's possible to actually do that. And I think that's when the change really starts to happen is when we can just lean a little bit in and when there is enough support to do the things that are just take a little bit of a ah, to move forward into. Yes. Which brings us on to re-traumatization, Megan, <laughs> when the step is too big and it brings up too much fear and it actually is re-traumatizing. But that's for another day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Well, well, I can't. I'm, I really enjoyed it. I think I could actually speak for another hour on this. Mm, yes. Now, that was lovely. Um, great. Well, thank you so, so much. Yes. Always such, yes, such a delight, such fun, such enjoyment having <laughs> these conversations with you. So much love to you, beautiful. Yeah, you and too. To and thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.